Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helfrey. Hi, this is Bob Clark. And you're listening to... Snow the goalie. 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 The Flyers put out the following statement from uh, General Manager Danny Briere. Carter Hart has requested and been granted an indefinite leave of absence citing personal reasons. The club will have no further comment at this time. So what does that mean? Well, it means that Carter Hart is indefinitely not with the team citing personal reasons the club no comment those are the facts yeah and um and that's what it is right now it it, you you can't say anything else about it i mean you really can't and i i know people are gonna say well come on just you know just speculate just talk about it there's this thing that's looming out there you know, and we've talked about it all last year. We've spent, you know, the, we've spent six months talking about the, the fact. Well, it's been longer than six the months. The Team Canada thing, the, right? The Hockey Canada yeah, investigation, the hockey Canada which right. we have not been given an indication that this is in any way, shape, or form related to that. Right. And so Could until, it be? I don't know. And until, but and, we, until we are, until, until we, we are, are given that either directly to us or it is reported that way by someone else, that you cannot speculate about that. Yeah. Because this is something that you, if Carter Hart went out for something that's very personal and, and, a, and a mental health thing, which de- which uh, his teammate on on the, the the team there, yeah, the 2018 team, Dylan Dubay, he went out two days ago. Calgary yeah. put out a statement. And, and Calgary's statement what, what was. What the reason is, right? I'm gonna, I'll pull that up too. No, 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 but, seen, but basically what well. I'm, basically what I'm saying is is that. No matter what people are, the conversation that's swirling, no matter what it is, unless you are someone who is directly involved with conversations with Hockey Canada, directly involved with the the London, Ontario Police Department, directly involved with the Crown's investigation in Canada, um, or even are privy to what is in the NHL offices, you cannot speculate on something like this. You cannot. And the reason you cannot is because it's very sensitive it's a it's a it's it's a very tough topic yes in so many ways and out of respect for the people involved out of respect for the alleged victim out of respect for anybody who might be tied to this you cannot put any speculative information out there because you run you really run a risk you really run a risk of 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 damaging other, I mean, other, other people can right? certainly do it. I, the the thing that I think we we cannot. Well, the thing that we've been very resolute in, and we've talked about this a bunch of times, because the last thing I want is for there to be people out there who say, "Oh, you guys, because you're partnered with the team, now you become lapdogs." I've said no. the same thing, and I will re- I will reiterate it here because I've said it for about a year now. Any player who ultimately, and again, we're not saying that Carter Hart is involved in it. Any player 
who eventually is named in an investigation and is proven guilty and all that in a court of law in Canada, whenever that happens, because God knows it's been years and years that this has been floating out there, where there's been an alleged victim looking for justice, it's just been years. Any player who ultimately is found guilty should not be allowed to play hockey and play in, in the NHL. They should be suspended indefinitely. They should be booted from the league. They should probably be fined. They should obviously face whatever legal uh, ramifications stand. And if they ever want to get back into this league or make it into the league in the first place, they should have to apply for reinstatement. And that's where I'm at. And I've been there for a year. I've talked about this before. We partnered with the team. When we partnered with the team, after we partnered with the team. I don't think that that's a ridiculous stance to take. I'll point back to the Mitchell Miller thing that happened where there was a, an alleged assault of a peer uh, and he was never allowed to play. The Bruins went and tried to acquire him and then had to relinquish those rights because he had to apply for reinstatement and he'd never played a game in the league. All this is to say, whatever that is, we're not saying it is directly tied to whatever this statement is from the Flyers. And it's probably also worth noting that there's no direct correlation necessarily to Dylan Dubé taking leave two days ago. I want to read what their statement though was because Calgary's sounded different than what the Flyers put out. Calgary uh, two days ago put out this statement about Dylan Dubé. Dylan Dubé has been granted an indefinite leave of absence from the team while he attends to his mental health. Dylan is under the care of health professionals and we request that Dylan's privacy is respected during this period. So it's a different statement. Right. The, yeah, I the mean, language, but, uh, the language, use the tone. It's all, uh, it's all a little bit different now. Yeah, but it's just the way, it's just the way their, it's the way their lawyers wrote it versus the way the Flyers well, lawyers they went, wrote theirs. They went right? into a little bit more where it was mental health related. The Flyers said yeah. he is citing personal reasons and has requested this time. The club has no comment. You as a person out there, you can speculate, you can think, you can put whatever. If you want to add two and two to make potato, by all means, you can. But we're not going to dive any further into it than that. There are obvious ramifications though, and yeah. we've talked about them for a while. Hart, Hart has been out a lot this season with illness, with a condition. There were questions, obviously, once people got through the Hockey Canada speculation in the replies. There were some people who said, well, maybe he's just sick. Could this just be whatever has been bothering him no. all season? Okay. No, I don't think it okay, is. Okay, so let's get because that. I knew Because I knew what, the, I knew what that illness was, and okay. I'm still not going to report it because, again, HIPAA violation, and it's not been approved by Carter, but, uh, you know, it has been passed along. And what I can say is, is that while it was something that they didn't expect, it also was not something serious. Yep. It's something that's manageable and fixable, and, and it's really not an issue. So, no, I do not. This has nothing to do with that. Okay. So then the other thing that people have come up with, and Andrew has to be very careful in which comments he pulls up here, but there have been people who said, hey, I hope, it, I hope it's not mental health related, and if it is, we know that he's been working with a sports psychologist since he was young, which we've, we've talked about that a bunch of times as well. I'm pretty sure that when we had Keith Primo on the show a couple years ago, we talked about the importance of potentially like seeking help yeah. because being an athlete, especially a goalie, like it can be very complicated. And so there have been people who have been saying, hey, if it's a mental health thing, obviously you, help, you hope the guy gets the help he needs. That's all fair. That's all accurate. We don't know what the reason is. We're not going to speculate it on any further. We're just presenting to you the wonderful people who tune into the Press Row Show, yeah. the number one rated pregame intermission and postgame show side of the Mississippi. And I did have these are some of the different things that are out and, there. And one, one thing that you know, look, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to anybody and say that I haven't been asking around to try and get some, try and get something that I could put out there, um, but I can't. There's nothing that I can put out there at this point. Um, but I, I, you know, have been able to at least figure out that um, as of now. And for the time being, until anything else is comes to fruition here, he remains on the active roster 
and his cap hit remains with the team. Okay. Now, down the line, depending on how long his indefinite leave is, for whatever reasons they are, there's a chance he becomes a non-rostered player, okay. in which case then the, the contract is no longer uh, valid on for the for the season. I mean, it's still valid, but it's not valid for the season okay. uh, as far as for the cap hit. So that will that would change things. But that's that's kind of like an irrelevant sidebar. It's just kind of you know as you're trying to piece together this Flyers season going forward and what does it look like and how does it work and you know that that has to kind of be taken into consideration, right? So it was at least worth trying to find that out and, and get that information. But for the for the immediate future, tonight and however long however long until they get clarity right until the team gets clarity yes really in all honesty um, Carter Hart remains an active roster participant okay now did you do the thing that I asked you to do I did okay so there are obvious ramifications here on the hockey team and we're gonna we're gonna do the thing that we do where we split this right because we we talked about some of the speculation and I always want to be careful and be respectful of the Hockey Canada thing, especially with the alleged victim. So I don't want it to be like, hey, you know, we just had this very serious conversation. Let's talk about the implications or the ramifications on the hockey team. Because, again, we're not saying these things are tied. Okay. When it pertains to the Philadelphia Flyers and their chance of doing whatever it is in the next few weeks, the next few months, uh, without knowing for sure why he's out or how long he's going to be out, Sam Erson now is your number one goal. Now, you know me, some like to call me a hot take artist. I say it's not a hot take if it's true. I've been saying that I think Sam Erson has proven to be the number one guy this season. I think that if, if everything had played out, if they continued to play the way that they were, I think Sam Erson was going to be the guy that John Tortorella was going to look at as the number one goalie. You may agree, you may disagree. That's fine. We're allowed to have different opinions. This organization did a lot in the offseason to fortify the goalie position, both at home and abroad. They made that trade that brought in Cal Peterson as part of a bigger deal. They have Felix Sandstrom in the pipeline. He is available. Uh, they obviously, Erson's going to be a net. They have Kolosov playing in the KHL where that's, that's a guy who there are going to be a lot of questions about. Can he come over? Like if this were to be a thing where, well, where Hart is at an extended period he's, of time. He's on his ELC right now. Kolosov um, is. Uh, Kolosov is. Yeah. yeah. He, he is on his ELC, so there is a possibility uh, of that at some point. Um, they also drafted two goalies this year, if you remember. Carson yes. Jarnison, who they signed to an ELC, uh, but it's slide rule. I believe it's slide rule eligible, uh, so that could get bumped uh, a season. But he is already under his ELC. And then they also... Um, uh, in the third round, uh, have a kid on the reserve list that they also drafted uh, right after Jarnison because they traded up, if you remember, yeah. for the pick from, from Jarnison. Which, which caught a lot of people by surprise yeah. that they went with multiple goals. And then they drafted a second goal. They drafted uh, Zvregan, Igor yeah. Zvregan, yep. um, who they own his rights indefinitely because he's you know a, a Russian player and yep. he's over there and playing in the KHL, but he's only 18 years old. Yep. Um, so he's not something that's, that's part of the near future, but at the same time is somebody for down the line. So definitely the one thing the Flyers did smartly is they invested in the position. 
Um, I'm not certain that every player that you have there is is a great player or is going to become a, a star player or, or legitimate even NHL player for that matter. But they have enough there that they can take that chance, right? Yep. And we knew from last year that they believed Sam Erson. This isn't the first time we've said it on this show. They believed last year that Sam Erson had number one goalie potential. And we've said it yep. last year. We said it this year. That That is part of it. And you know, part, one of the luxuries that they had with him and Hart playing as well as they were uh, or are, for that matter, um, was that they could go to a number one-esque goalie at any time. Yep. Now you take Carter Hart out of the mix for for the you know, for the near future, at least, if not longer, and now you have to kind of figure it out, right? And so Urson's still going to be the guy, um, you know, and it's a position whether you feel like he earned it or not to this point, he's going to get it, and, and that's all there is to it. I mean, they don't really have a, another option in that regard. And Peterson is here as a veteran, um, as a veteran backup goalie, and that's what that's the role that he's going to provide. But you're going to see Cal Peterson get the brunt of games going forward, um, and then uh, you know, and if, as they make this push, but they're going to need some help from Cal Peterson along the way to win a couple of games if they think that they're going to be a playoff team uh, here this season. So there are uh, a, a few things, I guess, at play, right? Ivan Fedotov not coming over. No. We can we can pretty definitively say that's not going to happen. He's actually had a pretty good year in the KHL. 2-3-2 two, two goals against, 9-11 save percentage, four shutouts. Kolosov, for what it's worth, to those who care, um, has been on loan to uh, Dinamo Minsk, and he's had three shutouts this season. He's had a pretty strong season of his own. Um, I guess that'll be a name to keep an eye on. It's just a matter of can you get him over here, I guess, once the KHL season is over. That, I think, would probably be a, a tough sell, especially because we've talked about how different the rinks are in the European game yeah, versus here. I, I, Could he get brought over and then sent to the Phantoms to, a, to adjust? And with a long enough runway, could you potentially see him get a few starts at the end? And if you are making a playoff run, you know, do you, that, that's a lot of ifs, a lot of buts. Yeah. Ultimately, this really is a massive monkey wrench in what this team was hoping to do down the stretch. But we'll see. You know, if nothing else, the team, in theory, has a lot of guys in the pipeline that they could try to call on. Do you expect them to roll with Peterson as the second goalie for an extended period of time? Or could they look to make an addition of a different veteran backup if they if they get clarity on Hart and Hart is out for a while or for quite a while no, like could, I, could they look to make that kind of move I don't think that they I don't think that they would I think that you I think you ride with Cal Peterson as a backup look he had Cal Peterson in the past had good a good season right I mean he wasn't he wasn't awful he's not been great since um, but you know if you're asking him to just be a backup guy I mean I think it's okay you know um they're gonna. Urs is gonna be your guy. And look, we. I wrote about this today before I knew any of this was happening. Right? I did, yep. did a whole story on Crossing Broad about you know Urson and Hart and you know and, and where it lies and how Torts has in the past historically twelve times he's been taking a team to the playoffs. He's played hundred and coached hundred and twenty playoff games, and of those one hundred and twenty playoff games, one hundred and sixteen were started by one goalie. 
the, the uh, on the roster, and four were started by the second goalie on the roster. So he doesn't believe in doing the two goalie system in the postseason. Actually, one of those four starts was um, uh, because of the COVID year in the bubble. They had all the games kind of compressed together. Couldn't start the same goalie like three days yep. in a row, whatever yep. it was. Um, and so that's why he went to the backup. But uh, yeah, so not really since 2006 when Sean Burke replaced John Graham for the Tampa Bay Lightning has he gone with two goalies in the playoffs. So I, I think he was trending toward picking one of them anyway. Yes. Um, whether that, Sam Erson. Well, whether that was going to be decided in the end of January or whether that was going to be decided in March – uh, would have you know we will never know now at this point. Um, but and, and you can say that all you want, Russ. But the the, the reality of the situation is is that they were gonna they were gonna play it out. Mm-hmm. They were gonna play it out as long as they were gonna play it out. Mm-hmm. And and whatever. Sam Erson was gonna emerge as the number one. Could have. He was going to. Could have. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I say. I, believe, I wouldn't I'm say 100. percent Could have. We can all believe in what we want to believe. Thank. Thankfully, that's the case. Then you know, and I know I'm. I'm a lot more comfortable believing in what I know as opposed to what I. What you believe. Then I saw his face. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, now it's now it's a little bit more spotlight on Sam, and so it's going to be interesting because teams are going to know to prepare for him. Well, not only that, it's basically like. It was fun to play really well when you were kind of sharing time and, you know, not really the number one guy, guy, ha, ha, you know, even if it was a wink, wink, nudge, nudge type situation. Pull up that Willie. Pull up that Willie comment. Yeah, there it is. Um, Pains me to say this, but Russ is right. Sam was going to be the guy. He may have been. He may have been, ultimately. But what I'm trying to say here is is that it was not being determined. The plan was not to determine that in January. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and you can you agree with me at least on that? Yeah, they were going to play it out. Right. They, they were. were gonna... I just I ju- I just think I personally, in <laughs> mi opinion, la realidad, like I think that yeah. it was you know I think it was going to be Sam. Now, there's another thing that we have to talk about. I know that everybody loves goalie talk. I know. I will tell you. I saw Jason Martinez, and I asked him if he had his goalie pads with him, and he said no. They're hanging up in the garage, growing moss. So if you were hoping to see emergency backup goalie. Jason Martinez tonight. It will not happen. I regret to inform the public. Welcome into the Press Row Show, the number one rated pregame intermission and postgame show. This side of the Mississippi, the other side of the Mississippi, south of the Arctic Circle, and a show that is going to recap with you, for you, on this fine evening. A 6-3 loss. That really wasn't a 6-3 loss. I feel like I said this after the Colorado game. It, it really was a 4-3 loss. Two empty netters. But, uh, Bundy, should the Flyers be proud of what they put together in the third? We talked about how after the second, you say, all right, there's probably some things to build on. But do you feel like they put a good enough effort in the third to walk away from this one not feeling as bad as the scoreline would indicate? If we're given points for effort and they get, you know, a 9 out of 10. Okay. But that doesn't get you anywhere. I mean, we've we've... We've gotten to this point getting two points with effort games. And, um, you know, again, I, I, there's a reason why I thought Tampa would have a good game tonight. I just feel mm-hmm. like they're they're not a team that I think is going to die out in the regular season. I think they're going to push because they've, you know, held cups just three years ago. You know, they've done their second one two years ago. So, you know, the Flyers played well in the third. But, again, they didn't give themselves much of a chance down 3 nothing. I mean, they fought back, they which they do. 
Yep. But you know, you make you kind of seal your fate at the same time when you fall down three nothing in a game. So it doesn't matter. I mean, you can come back. Yeah, it's three two. We get back in the hockey game. We feel good about ourselves. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that is not uh, that's not going to be uh, um, accepted really to the coach or to people trying to make this team better. That will not flow a loss like this. Yeah, effort was good. Um, but again, it's it's trying to sort that out. And there's some plays, there's stuff they can do to to make some adjustments adjustments, especially on the penalty kill. Yeah. There's been some cross seam passes that I haven't liked that have scored almost identical goals in two games by the two most dangerous players on the team and Kucherov and McKinnon in the Colorado game. Um, so you know, again, it's just a matter of them figuring it out. This was not a good homestand. I mean they no, lost three out of four games. You know, I was yep. hoping to get six or seven points at home here and really lock down where they're at in the, in the conference, but it didn't happen. Fortunately, the last few nights there's been some other losses in the conference, and I always hate when you you gasp for air because someone else lost. You're like, oh, good, they they you know they fell back. But at the same time, the Flyers have to find uh, their groove again, Russ, and uh, and and they're off right now. Like they you know, yep. that, and, that, and and I'll be honest with you, when you watch the way they played against uh, Winnipeg and Dallas, the first game here at home. You can't play better than that, and yep. I said that. And, and usually when a team plays that good, it is really hard to sustain that. So when you do fall in a game, it's really hard to get that mojo back right away. Um, so that's really the only part for me that I'm at right now is, is where they find themselves. It's three losses in a row at home, yep. and they got to go into a Detroit team that, uh, you know, next was playing Dallas. I think they lost late, or they were down, and then they, they made a comeback. But, you know, again, the schedule doesn't get any easier. And the Flyers now with Tampa and Florida and Boston on 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 deck uh, it's, it's, is going to make for a challenge. It's a pretty brutal stretch. I uh, want to remind people they're in Detroit on Thursday. They're back here at home against Boston on Saturday. Before that, Friday, is the alumni game, which you're going to be playing yeah. in. We're going to do a, a version of the Press Row show from somewhere downstairs. The, uh, the balcony won't be open. So we'll be doing something on Friday I think the plan is 6:30. Anthony's going to start it. I'm not sure if I'll be here for pregame, but we'll definitely 6:30 start. Is that what that? I is? think that's. I think that's. What, I don't remember. We'll we'll put it out on social. I don't remember. Okay. But he said something about 6:30. I'm not sure. Um. But we will be back later this week. We'll do a regular snow the goalie. We're planning on that. We'll do a morning after. We'll do the alumni game, and then Saturday we're back here with the press row show. Um, it's an early. Apparently, that's the ceremony starts at noon. Yeah, I think we got to be in here pretty. Uh, we'll have to be in here early. That's a twelve thirty puck drop yeah. on Saturday. Um, I've had this comment up here the entire time because I do think it's one that's worth kind of having the perspective. Andrew Fawcett says, "So can we be happy with the season thus far and not lose our minds as they come back to reality?" And I think that 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 is a a, a question that has to be answered by every fan because. We know how this works. People got very excited about what this team could be in theory. And you see that, like, hey, as you mentioned, they've, they've now lost three straight. Yeah. This isn't great. You don't want that three to become ten. No. Which the team has had a propensity for doing for a few seasons now. Um, what can they do against Detroit to ensure that this doesn't extend to four games? Because if you lose that one and then you're home at an earlier game against Boston – you're looking at potentially five in a row. Like, what do they have to do against Detroit? Focus on that one game. That's exactly it. Good. Okay. Be prepared for Detroit. Don't look at Boston. That's not going to help you at all. But right now, where the Flyers are, you're right, right, Russ. They're in that predicament. I didn't look at it in the big picture, but Thursday becomes a must-win game. You know, if you want to stay up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. you have to find a way to win games. Yep. However, you got to do it. Digging yep. in, having better starts. 
Tampa Bay scored early in this game tonight. It kept the Flyers back uh, out of the hockey game until they were able to find a little bit of juice in their game in the second period. But um, this is not, that's not the kind of game that you want to start like that. See you guys. Have a good night. Um, so the effort definitely seemed like it was there. Effort's great. Tonight, it, was, yeah. it was there, but it's been there almost every night. The Ottawa game I didn't like in the third period. They looked yeah, gassed. They, they looked, and that was, totally that was a wiped. brutal, brutal third period. It was a lack of energy, a lack of just a lot of things. So I think for the Flyers tonight in this game, Russ, uh, put it behind them again. And, and I, I say to, you know, I always tell people, we remember, we, someone, as some people put it, they remember who they were at the beginning of the year. And as someone else said earlier, you know, water's going to level itself all over the course of time. And this yep. is what we said. The second half of the year is where teams start pouring it in, especially teams that, like, a Tampa is a great example of a hockey team right now that had a kind of a measly start, but they're going to start finding their game. Their goalie's back. They, they look like they're getting healthy. They've gotten some, some players back. And, um, and that's really, to me, uh, what, what, where the Flyers are at. They have to win in Detroit Thursday night. That's a must-win hockey game. Yep. Um, looking to see Adam B says, uh, only good thing is the standings help again tonight. At some point that luck runs out. I, I want to point this out. I feel like I'm, I live in a bizarro world. Maybe I do. Maybe I'm nuts. A lot of times people get really caught up in this whole, Hey, you know, you're winning, but so are all the other teams. Like that was the thing that we heard going into the past weekend. And the thing I always come back to is like, it's the course of a season. It doesn't matter if other teams are winning when you're losing or vice versa. Like, it eventually balances out. You can't worry about what else is happening in the conference around you, especially at this point in the season. It's not like the final two weeks. It doesn't really matter. I mean, like, yeah, from a logistical standpoint, you look at the standings, and if you let they get in your head, sure. But, like, teams win, they lose. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, it, exactly. And, you know, every game, like, you, you go out with the attitude and the, and the mindset you're going to win the hockey game, but some nights it's not going to go that way. Other teams trying to win the game, too. Yeah, and that Tampa Bay team still has a, a role of talent that they can throw out there at any given time. Yep. Uh, hey, so the other day there were some people who were checking in in the comments, and they were saying that Drysdale was really disappointing over the weekend. He looked more like the guy that we've been seeing of late in this game. Did you feel like today was a a, a better bounce back? Oh, you know, towards his hair. Hold okay. On. Oh, that hurts too. With, with with Carter out now, how confident are you Sam can sort of take the ball? And Sam's playing very well, totally confident in Sam. Okay, thanks. All right, so I just <laughs> want to point out, we didn't like get to that super late. We didn't miss like three or four questions. What What was that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is, dude. Like, there was one question? Yeah, I guess there's one, and then no one else threw anything out again, and um, that was it. What um, is ha- like, what's happening down there? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen, obviously, you know, Torch is an emotional guy. I mean, I don't need to tell anyone that. He's probably not happy with the, the outcome. Yeah, but... But, but I, I mean, you know, again, but someone asked a question about Sam. Yeah, they, they What said- else is he going to say? No, no, he stunk. Yeah. We're not happy with it at all. Yeah. You know, we wish, wish Carter was here. No, you can't say that. Yeah. You got to just be truthful and say, hey, listen, you know, I mean, we thought Sam played well. We thought he made some saves, someone in. Uh, but you know what? This is the first game that uh, we've, we've been relegated to this situation that we're, that's newly found to us. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be prepared to play. And I, I, I would have liked to heard a little bit more questioning about the game flow or what he thought about Lots the Lots of people getting paid to cover the team. 
Yeah, I mean, I, how do we not have questions? Like, yeah, how, that, how that's, is that? That's the only thing that's we get. The worst is, press conference, maybe in the history of sport, except for probably Jim Moore talking about playoffs. playoffs. At least was at least injured. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Um, but you know what? Again, I don't say torture. <laughs> say that in a month too. <laughs> so true. that's why this team has to get back on its horse right now, and they're capable of it. I mean, they, they 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 when they outwork teams, but I really feel like they have to have better starts. They've been they've been really flayed by some bad starts. Lately. Andrew might be right here. Andrew Jacobson says no one wants to get yelled at like Ant. That could be it. Maybe that's why nobody had a question. They're afraid. I'm sure, Ant was <laughs> shaking off. I think Ant had to go to the uh, Tampa locker room. I think he was doing the AP uh, he is. story today. So he is. He's, he's down there. Uh, short, sweet, nothing much else, says Mike. Silly questions, LD Hockey 1. Can I tell you really quick? Yeah. I have a complaint today. Okay. I do have a complaint. Third period happened. I felt like I was very hungry. I went to go grab a bite over here at our food stand. It's over here. Mm-hmm. No food. I get on the elevator. I go down to the mezzanine level. Right At that point, there's like 15 minutes left in the third. I figure I'm going to go down. I'm going to go grab a cheesesteak. I'm going to run back up here. I did an entire lap of the mezzanine level. No food. Really? Everything was getting cleaned up. Now, listen, I used to work way back when. I worked in food service. You, you have to shut down the fryers at a certain point. You have to clear off McDonald's the flat tops. Okay, no, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> worked at the great John Fitzgerald County uh, Pool and Aquatic Complex in Pottsville. Also worked at an Italian restaurant. You have to, like, you eventually do have to kind of, like, clear down. I get it. But, like, 15 minutes left in the third? There's no food? There were, like, a couple of sad-looking pretzels hanging out. <laughs> but, like, I saw, like, a slice of pizza. I was like, I'm not, I don't know how long that's been there, you know? You ever but, see, like, those hot dogs you walk into, like, uh, 7-Eleven? they just been rolling on that thing for Lord knows how long. I would have long. taken it. I'll tell you what, though. I would have taken a slow-rolled hot dog that's been sitting there since Saturday. Dude, I saw one of those puppies. Like, they had one of those. See it, Timmy? One of those pot dogs are rolling the other day at a 7-Eleven, and I'm thinking to myself, that thing looks like it's been rolling for about three weeks. <laughs> yep. Uh, hey, Sean C. says that NBC showed the presser two questions total. I'd like to know what the other question was. We must have missed the first one, but the second one was about Carter Hart not being around and if there's confidence in Arison, and he said yes. Confident okay. in Sam. That's fair enough. So someone didn't jump another question quick enough, or he didn't want to answer him, and that's it. So the presser stunk. We didn't get much info, and that's the way it goes. Wild. Win Thursday. That's what he'd say. Hey, here you go. Fourth host Nancy says, for the love of God, Bundy, please go down for the next loss and ask Courts a question. (laughs) Nancy, I would do that, young lady, except the problem is that I don't want to go down and then come up again and then go down again. That's fair. That's fair. How's that for an answer? Um, I don't know what he, uh, Ogie wants you to do the uh, Clarky voice, but I, I like to pull up Ogie's picture because it's, uh, ant in that, uh, banana hammock. Oh yeah. Look at that. That's a great. That's a great view right there. It's like the Borat banana hammock. Where, where is it? Yeah. 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 It, yeah. I know. I saw that picture last week, and we were laughing. I didn't want to repost it. You know. I don't yeah. think I would have liked yeah. it. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Anyway, um, I think. Listen, what you saw tonight is what we might see more of in the coming days, coming weeks, which is the Flyers will show up with their hustle. They'll show up with the determination, but ultimately, they are going to be outmatched some nights on talent. And, they are. and they'll work their way back in. Saturday's game against Boston could get nasty. We'll see. Yeah, you know what, though? But they can. The, 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 the trick, really, for being a good team is to not lose games in succession. Yeah. And that really is the trick. And it's harder to do than you think. You know, like good teams find a way to do it. They don't lose two in a row. 
They don't certainly don't go out and lose, you know, six out of seven. It happens. Teams go through bad ruts during the year. Yep. But this is a bad time for the Flyers right now because they just, you know, they, they had so much promise coming after the Dallas game yep. that you just expected this to keep rolling, a wagon rolling, and it didn't. So now it's a matter of regrouping and finding that confidence again. I've always said, um, you know, winning is as contagious as losing is too. You know, when, mm-hmm. you, when you're winning, you feel like you're never going to lose. And when you're losing, and I'll tell you what, is sometimes you just don't think you're ever going to win a hockey game ever again. And so that's what they're facing right now, and it's a little bit of um, there's some emotion that will be involved in the room. They've gone through a lot today, finding out about their goalie. So I think for the most part, it's going to be the, a matter of this team uh, bouncing back and, and taking a step forward in a, uh, in a, with a maturity again. You know, people deal with different things. There's young guys. So I think this is an opportunity to grow, to learn from it, but you have to continue winning. We want to see a playoff run. I want to see a playoff. You know, I, but I even if too. it's, I don't know, if it's one round, two or whatever, but I want to see this team make the playoffs. They certainly show that hard work and desire go a long way, and I'm, and I'm looking forward to that possible opportunity. You know me. I don't like to be that guy, but I am going to be that guy for a second. If we look at the schedule, if they lose against Detroit, then they've got Boston at home. Then they're on the road at Florida, who have looked sensational. Then you're home against the Jets, who lead their division. Yep. And then you're home against the Kraken, and you think that maybe you could break it there, or you break it the next game against Arizona. But, like... There, there is a potential extended losing streak here. So I, I don't want to call Thursday a must-win, but it's a must-show-up. Absolutely. And it's a must-not-fall-behind early in an embarrassing fashion. So we'll see. Like I said, we're going to have more coming um, over the next few days. Regular episode. Tomorrow, Danny Briere meets with the media uh, for the mid-season checkup, right? The mid-season check-in, you know, state of the team. Obviously, there are going to be a lot of questions about Carter Hart see what if anything comes of that uh we'll recap it at some point we will do uh, snow the goalie this week we'll have a morning after friday you've got the alumni game, well, friday night. game i think there's a morning skate that day i am going to come participate in that and uh, just to get the legs moving a little bit and stretch out anything <laughs> has been stretching a few years sounds like a personal problem keep uh, the defibrillator close by <laughs> and then we'll be back on saturday with the press rocious we have a lot of stuff going on we thank everybody oh, who checked one in thing too. Oh, uh, one thing too oh one more thing i don't we don't have a, a time frame really on his injury no. yet so we'll we'll try to get that the next couple of days and have it for you hopefully by thursday there'll be reports but we don't have anything right now on that injury uh, certainly we do know that he went out um, prior to the ottawa game yep. after colorado to try to test it and it wasn't good enough to go. But the fact that he went on the ice to test it was, was is, it's I think sign. it's a good sign, I think. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll give you an update on and that. And his IR stint is retroactive uh, a few days. So I don't think that they expect him to be out for a long period of time. I think they're just trying to, you know, make the yeah. make the most of it. Yeah. And again, I, I'll say I have that code if you go to my uh, site there for the alumni game. If you want $6 off your ticket, get it. Six, number six, right? It's promo That's for right. on the seventh defense. Yeah. We're going to be mixing it up, though. I think we have to do that great 7D rotation, which I love. Love it. I almost said something really inappropriate, and I'm not going to. I'm being a bigger person that's, today. I'm, that's it. I'm, I'm growing as, a, as an adult here. So, uh, All right. Big thank you to everybody who tuned in. Thanks, Don't guys, forget, gals. we'll be back later this week. If you're not subscribed to the podcast yet, please do that. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, which is going away. I think it becomes YouTube Music soon. But go follow the podcast there. Follow us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at snow the goalie. Like the video, share the video, subscribe, ring the bell so you're notified whenever we go live. We have a lot of stuff going on this week. A lot of stuff we're very excited about what's to come. And don't forget shop.snowthegoalie.com to get your tickets 
March 16th, Matt Benick, the yeah. Press Road Show in Oxford, PA. He says, how's your legs, Bundy? All three are good. And on that bombshell, it's time to end. So thank you so very much for watching. <laughs> My legs are ready to roll. Good night.